tell this one. I was talking to my wife, and me and her was talking, and she was like, um, I was telling her, I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't mind sitting down and talking to photographers, but they kind of got to let me know what they want to sit down for. Even if it's, hey, I want to sit down, pick your brain, and ask you some questions. That's cool. But if it's the, hey, man, let's grab something. Let's grab a drink. Let's grab a beer. First of all, don't offer me coffee or beer. It's an automatic no. Because he ain't going to drink it. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink neither one. And the other thing is like, you niggas ain't slick. <laughs> They're not. They're not slick. So what you think they be wanting to talk to you about? They want to pick my brain. I don't know why. They do more business than me, but whatever. You want to pick my brain. So cool. If you want to pick my brain, just say, yo, can we meet up? I want to ask you a couple questions. Just get straight to the point. Yeah, absolutely. Laws did that. Me and Laws, who I highly respect, he was like, yo, I got some questions. I just want to sit down with you for an hour just to ask you some questions. Cool, bet. We talk for longer than an hour. I appreciate that. Girl, I got a question. If you talk with Laws anyway, you're going to talk more than an hour. Absolutely. You got to have something planned. Not saying... <laughs> You got to have nothing planned. You got to have some plan so you can go. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that talking to laws is a bad thing. Like, he would definitely mm-hmm. pick your brain. Like He'll give you gems. He'll yeah, help you yeah, out. Yeah, most definitely. I told laws, I said, yo, man, you are a connector. If you don't know who we're talking about, look up Jam Laws on Instagram. He's a Charlotte photographer. But I told him, I said, yo, you are a connector and you need to, like, live in that. Like, if you tell him I have an idea, I want to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I want to sell dry erase boards. Laws will put you in contact with somebody that can benefit or who you can benefit by selling dry erase boards. Yeah, I thought he was about to say I want to sell drugs. Mm, I wouldn't mind. You know, selling drugs, I wonder how hard that is nowadays. It can't be that tough, right? I guess it depends on what type of drugs you're selling. Well, we ain't trying to sell the hard. You smoke crack, don't you? I would never. Um, where you been? Hand claps for my host coming back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Bruh. Let me tell y'all what happened. You haven't been trying to play me. Let go. me tell y'all what happened. There he go. I'm going to shoot him for real. I promise you I'm going to shoot you for real one day. Key, uh, Key was like, yo, man, we're going to have to cancel the pod. I got to make a move. I think she had a boo down there in Florida or something. But she was like, yo, we got to move. I got to move. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get sauced up. Let me holler. I'm going I'm to have to dip. So she left. Went to Miami. Next you know, I'm getting texts. Yo, your girl showing out on the gram. Who told you that? I said, huh? <laughs> yo, your co-host on the gram. Her titties out. Thighs out. But I said, nah, I know she got a new hair. She got some, you know, she got the braids. They said, nah, 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 bro. She she cutting up. So then, minding my business, my wife come home. You see, Key? <laughs> she look good. I'm like, what? I go on the gram. I'm saying, oh, gosh, the pie is over. Uh-uh. But I said, you know what? It's all good. She with good people. She with Megan. She coming back. And she come back. Hey, man, can't even do the pie this week either. So Key went on vacation for two weeks, man. I did not go on vacation for two weeks. We recorded the pod the day before I left. Was that that was the day before I left? Okay. That one week. Mm-hmm. The next week, I asked Gavin to do it again to record again on the day before we typically record, and he had a photo shoot. I was only gone for three days. But anyway, vacation was nice. We went for my friend Megan's birthday. You get some ass. No. Wow. No. Trash. I did not. Sounds like a trash vacation to me. 
It was a real relaxed vacation. We didn't do nothing crazy. Like, it was real chill. Whack. That's it. Got some sun. Got on the boat, as you all can see. How hot was Miami? It was hot. When you gonna go, when you gonna say F it and go to Cancun? For those who not know, Cancun is just like going to Miami. It's just a third of the price. And I have never been. And I'm trying to get Key to go because I'm like, yo, you would love it. You know, Key is a proponent of, uh, I don't, still don't even know what that word means. She is a proponent or a supporter or a advocate for South Beach, Collins Ave. I love my Emmy. Why? I think I just like beachy areas. Beachy areas? Who says that? Key? Oh, oh shit. Let me turn this shit down. Yeah, yeah, before you blast my ears. But vacation was good, bro. Um, yeah. Shit. Um. What did I do? Shout out to everybody that listened to the last episode where we were talking about um the fuck was we talking about? Oh, when we was talking about um 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 how to fix your mini sessions. Yeah. The response has been great. Sorry, y'all. Sorry if y'all listening. We are a little rusty. It's been two weeks. (laughs) Um (laughs) but I was able to talk about mini sessions. I did. Um, if you want to go more in depth in that, the last full episode with me and Key, we talked about it. However, I did a mini session, um, a mini episode about mini sessions, which was super dope because it's only like 20 minutes. And a mini, we, mini. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And we was able to go through it and say, hey, this is what's going on. This is what, you know, I was able to break it down on what, what should happen, what you would like to happen, things of that nature. So I encourage any and everybody. Uh, feel free to go check it out. Let me know what you guys think. And we can, you know, it was a super dupe situation. Also, um, check that out. We're going to be making some changes soon. Um, more announcements be coming for that. We'll talk about some stuff later. Um, Right now, if you're in North Carolina, hopefully you got some gas. If you don't, don't be going out there just stealing all the gas. For those who don't know, there's a gas shortage. But not, they said it's not, though. They, I've, when, I'm with you. I drove past. A truck, a gasoline truck. Absolutely. Uh, yesterday, I'm like, why well, y'all damn. acting crazy? He about to fill it up. Uh, okay, like we know where he going, <laughs> bruh. He better have. He had the whole shell sign on his truck. I hate. So what happened was, I think um a couple of days ago, I saw somebody write on Facebook, "Yo, y'all better go get your gas now." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What is he talking about?" And then I kept saying some shit, and then. First of all, the bro, the dude who I know who said it, I really don't take nothing he says serious simply because uh, he does a lot of talking, does, doesn't say a lot. <laughs> he says so much shit to say zero. He's the guy that when we was talking about the 42, Britney put it in the group chat and was like, read what all he said. And I told you, I'm like, this nigga ain't that nigga. Excuse my no, I'm just saying about because I know him. And so anyway, he was like, go get the gas. This is not. He said, ring the alarm. Fill it up now. And as soon as that happened, taking his advice. What happened? We ran out of gas. We ran out. <laughs> he wasn't the only one saying that, though. A lot of people were saying that. That's why. Bro, gas was two seventy nine, and today is two. It's three twenty nine. High. High fifty cents, and it's like, ugh, yikes. Then chick, there's no chicken. Bojangles ain't got chicken tenders. Yeah, Bojangles closed. Had, <laughs> the Zaxby's by um IKEA is open. For real? Because the one that's down the street from that one is not. Yeah. And but you know all these um, I was laughing at today. It's not that funny, but it's kind of funny. But like all the fast food workers, all the servers, they're not working right now. Like, what you mean? Because they make more on unemployment. 
And I've been seeing a lot of people like, oh, we're trying to hire, but nobody don't want to come back to work. Why the? Why would I? Why why would I go to work to make seven twenty five, or to be a server to make two seventy five an hour? Two fifteen. And you sit up in there and you be there for forty hours a week, forty plus hours a week because we so understaffed. Why would I go in there when I can make a clean six fifty every week, and do nothing besides surf OnlyFans and Reddit? That's what you do. Nah, I don't pay for nobody OnlyFans, but you know, I respect everybody. I did. Um, I was talking to this girl because she was like, "Oh, I see you going to Vegas. Like that's super dope." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You should always check out Vegas. It's super dope." You know, I'm a advocate for Vegas. And she was like, "No, I'm not about the glitz and the glamour." I'm like, "But you got an OnlyFans and you promote it daily." She said, "I'm not about the glitz, the glamour, or the money." I'm like, "You have an OnlyFans. You got to be about the money." Yeah, well, I only have that. five subscribers. I make it seem bigger than what it was. I'm like, "How the fuck are you supporting your three kids off that?" Cause that's her. That's her selling point on OnlyFans. Look, I got three kids. Subscribe to my OnlyFans, and then her other thing is like, if you got a girlfriend or if you're married, you're not allowed to follow me. I don't know why the hell she allows me. That's not the point. Um, the point is, there's no chicken. There's no chicken tenders. You ready? And no Chick Fil A. And Chick Fil A is limited their sauces. Come on, let's get it. My life is just mad routine at this point and i like it so to go shoot a video to shoot a doc to even just come downstairs and come do this yeah i swear to god bro <laughs> i swear to, yo that's the level of like comfort slash laziness mm. that i've like do I've not. reached in my life imagine that when applied to music and a craft and a sport that literally you can't get comfortable in it's real. Good morning. I knew you was up. I had to make a real decision. Are you okay with getting comfortable, chilling, mailing it in, waiting around on inspiration? This is as high as you ever got. Not career success-wise, but from a skill level. Like, have you wrote your best song? Leave no stone unturned creatively. I thought about that feeling. I was like, nah, I'm not cool with that. Woo! Something about that. I'm definitely going to shoot him. You ready to start this pod? Are you ready to stop shooting that damn thing? Yo. <clears throat> Come on, put your headphones in. Let's let's turn this shit up. No, because you're not shooting me. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking the posts and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is off balance. I'm back on my shit. The bitch yeah. is dirty. My sisters is dirty. But that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I'm all in my bed. It's hard as a dick. I do not throw powder. I might take a sip. I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip. I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish. I roll with some fiends. I love them to death. Y'all want to welcome everybody. <laughs> my fault. I want to welcome everybody to the Pain Exposure Podcast. This is your host, Gavin, aka Coke, aka whatever you want to call me um i got my girl over here my homie my co-host the, the one who gets to show up oh shit the one who gets to show up late to the pie whenever she wants to shout out to kiki because my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane Everything grows, it's destined to change I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you straight every dollar you pain I hope you no money won't erase the pain um, I'm gonna cut your finger off 
Nah, that junk go hard. Um, this is episode. What episode is this? I don't. I really don't even know. I'm well, not hold even on. We gonna find out. Hold on. Feel me? You ain't got a choice. I ain't do no promo. Still made all that noise. This shit gonna be different. I set my intentions. I promise to slap all that hate out your voice, nigga. Niggas been counting me out. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm making them names. I'm making them. I wanna let all you photographers know the summer is coming. Let's get it. Everyone's been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is off balance. I'm back on my shit. The Bentley is dirty. My sneakers is dirty. But that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I just poured something in my cup. Look, man, I am super excited. We are finally back, man. My co-host is back. She back from vacation from shaking that ass and twerking on the boat. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what happens when girls get on the boat. They ain't your girl no more, bruh. Well, I'm single, so. Mm. <laughs> Look, that ain't your girl. You share that girl. Um, Ooh. shout out to J. Cole, who is who has dropped. By the time you hear this, J. Cole has dropped. Yep. Um, if you have not already listened to before, if 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 you're from North Carolina, you've already heard the album. This is just how it goes. But if you have not heard J. Cole's L.A. Leakers freestyle, um, you are a loser. Nah, not um, a loser. When I heard that freestyle, so I fell in love with J. Cole. I shout out to Benjamin Coleman, who is a photographer he listens to the podcast he listens to the group and benjamin damn i just gave his government you did shout out to ben <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now bucko shout out to ben i remember we were sitting in um we was in a hundred black men meeting and ben hit me up and he goes yo um he, we were just sitting there and he goes yo you listen to cole and i'm like cole he was like yeah and i'm like no i was like who is that he said nah it's a dude named j cole like he's legit and he said, listen to this mixtape. And it was the warm-up. And so I listened to it. And I I hate listen. I hate, especially now, I hate taking people's music advice. But something about Ben, like anything Ben used to tell me to join and do, I was willing to do it just because I saw him as somebody who was making wiser decisions than me. <laughs> and so I listened to it and I came back to him. I said, yo, this dude is crazy. He go, yeah, he from Fayetteville. I was like, get out of here get the fuck out of here and i since then i've listened to everything um i've been to a j cole concert several um i've taken pictures of j cole's j cole at concert i said j cole's um two of them <laughs> i remember one time uh j cole came to the fillmore not the one i took pictures at but he came to the fillmore and he was rapping and j cole has a cult following i don't know if anybody if you're listening if you've been to one of his concerts you will see people from all races all just all looks, all walks of life who are there. And they really love Jermaine. Let's put it like that. They know every song. They know the B-sides heavy. You know what I'm saying? J. Cole is the only person who goes to a concert and probably does not pay, play his A-sides. He gets to play his B-sides. The mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Ouch. Stuff from the warm-up. And I remember sitting there and J. Cole looks at me and I'm rapping a song that nobody else seems to know. But it's like my shit. And he looks at me. He busts out laughing. And the, only thing, the reason why I say it, I know he's looking at me because the people around me turned and looked at me. He was like, he's laughing at you right now. I'm like, this is my shit. I don't give a fuck. And then shout out to my boy Luke, who... And middle child is riding the uh the Bentley. And me and Lou, when we had it every we had a class together from fourth to tenth grade, who's also signed to Dreamville. That's not the point. Um, are you excited for this album? Yes. I'm actually I love J. Cole. Although I ha- um I didn't really <clears throat> listen to his last album that much. Come out the the compilation. It's the one where um Or oh, for your eyes only. Let me look it up. I can't remember. Yeah, me neither, but I, I didn't for really your, Do you understand? The last song on that album is so sad, but you know, whatever. 
Um, uh, but I'm ready for this one. Me too. Um, this is episode shit. I didn't. I think it's 79. 79? 79. All right. This 79. is episode 79. Um, before we get started with this podcast, let's do some housekeeping. First of all, June... <laughs> that is funny. Uh, June 13th at 5 p.m. will be our second photo walk. Hand claps for that. Hand claps for everybody that came to the last one. Um, I'm encouraging everybody to try to come out to this one. Um, just to give everybody a heads up, it will be outdoors. If it rains, then it will probably be canceled. But it is June 13th, 2021. It's going to be in Charlotte. I am working on a location right now. I have one in mind. I don't kind of want to say because I don't know if we're supposed to be there, but you know. Um, the kind of way these things work, for those who do not know, especially if you're in North Carolina or if you're in South Carolina or Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Somebody might take want to take a three-hour trip. Um, the way it works is we all meet in one locations. I do my best to get as many models there as possible. Um, funny enough, last time when we didn't really, we had enough models, but when models uh, didn't want to do people, photographers are taking pictures of each other. It's a great time for us to get pictures of each other. Um, I will be sharing this with the public because I'm sure there's going to be somebody, um, whether it's a makeup artist, whether it's a stylist, whether it's a brand that might say, Hey, I'm willing just to come out here to be a muse for you guys. Um, we're going to break, we're going to do it a lot differently than last time. So last time what happened is we broke up into two groups and I broke everybody up with models. And then once more models came, everybody just divulged and went to whatever model they wanted to work with this week. Uh, this time we're going to do things a little different. We're going to have three groups. One group is going to be a group that will just solely be led by me. Um, and this group will kind of be for people who want to see how I work, uh, my mindset, but also, um, we're gonna. I'm gonna trade. I'm gonna trade it out and let you go. And I give you some pointers to some ideas. And I will work solely with this group. The other groups are kind of just be experienced photographers who kind of just like y'all. I just want to do my own little thing. Um, we're gonna. It's gonna be fun, man. It is also International Albinism Awareness Day. So for those who do not know, that is actually a real day. I found out three years ago. Ducks, you talking about the thirteenth? Yeah, June thirteenth is. Um, and we're gonna be celebrating. I got some stuff in the works with that, but. The point is, um, it's an important day, and we're going to talk more about it once it get close. It's a important day for me, I suppose, even though I found about it three years ago, but because it affects me. Clearly. Clearly. So we He will be, will be at this meetup this time. I wasn't invited to the first one. He'll be at this one. Okay. Um, and so it's going to be 5 o'clock. It's going to be in Uptown Charlotte. It won't be, you know... If you're expecting us to go to Camp North End, it won't be there. If you're expecting <laughs> us to go to the Mint Museum, we won't be there, even though that will be a backup if I can't get this stuff to work. Because a lot of y'all don't understand how dope it is to shoot right there, and we'll talk about it there. Um, but I'm working on the spot, and it's going to happen. Anyway, let's get this pot started. I just love North Camp North End. Welcome to the painting exposure <laughs> So I would love to hear from other photographers that's in other cities about like, yo, what's y'all spot that everybody shoot at? Because here is Camp North End. It's like, we unscripted, we keep it. You gonna say it this time? You been on vacation. You said it too. No. What? Shut up. Wait, so I can't pay an exposure? No. No. Um... <laughs> I do want to welcome everybody. If this is your first time listening, hand claps for you. If this is your last time listening, um, gunshots for you. This podcast is a podcast catered to black and brown photographers. I want to make sure that is clear. Um, <clears throat> shout out to our allies that are not black or brown, but just love the vibes. They love hearing music that they just love. 
Uh, they like that we get to curse on here. They like that this is not your standard. And before we get started. Can you stop shooting though? I, on, on the two weeks, right? The two weeks that we was off, kind of, sort of. Um, I spent a lot of time, because I didn't have to work on this, but I spent a lot of time listening to other photography podcasts to learn how could we be better or what we're doing wrong. I listened to a lot of our episodes. I listened to a lot of... Um, I listen to a lot of our episodes. I listen to a ton of other photography podcasts. Okay. Let me tell y'all, they are trash. <laughs> what they be doing, Gavin? Not nothing. Literally, like, and I, I want that to be clear because I was listening to some podcasts and mind you, we're 19 minutes in and y'all ain't heard shit yet, but that's why we have thumbnails. I mean, that's why we have time steps so you can click in where you want to. But I was listening to podcasts that were like, hey, they were doing announcements for six minutes and they're boring. You know, they're doing the standard. Hey, how you doing, guys? We want to thank you guys for coming out to if I had a bleep button, I'd say the actual names, but, you know, I don't. And then I was listening. I'm like, yo, what are y'all talking about? Why am I still here? And then it's people like I they you did have one. My I, bad. Go I, ahead. Yeah, I know. And then they have, um, you know, everybody got the same Australian intro. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is acting like they're making a shit ton of money. Nobody's cursing, which is not a bad thing. I don't believe that you're real if you curse because I know how to turn it off and still keep it. Yeah, we real around here, motherfucker. No, I'm just playing. Wow, you I mean you got it out. So I mean it's gone. It's there. Um but I was just listening to a lot of podcasts and I was just like, this is so slow, it's dragging. What are we doing? Like I'm thinking to myself, why are why am I here? And I stopped. And then also you photography podcast blogs, so you blogs that say, Hey, um, here's your top five or top ten photography podcasts that's out. Y'all posting, six of y'all podcasts is on there, haven't recorded in two years. Clean your <laughs> shit up, all right? And once I find y'all Twitter, I'm going to remind y'all to clean your shit up. Anyway. Um, Gavin wants to smoke. Always. I ain't going to do a gunshot because I don't want Key to leave. She was already late. I don't want her to leave. I'm not going to leave, Ooh. but it's loud. It is. That's the point. Nobody likes small guns. Nobody. Do the small gun. Pew, pew. That's whack. I'm not going to do it, but, you know. Um, next thing. Um, today's. Today's main topic. Let me timestamp so Key don't call me crazy. You crazy. So today's uh, topic is what is in your photography contract? Um, this came about because... <clears throat> this came about because I was... Um, I'm working on a blog for my brides and... Um, and I was thinking about it. I, I was thinking about, honestly, I was thinking about Brittany. Um, I was thinking about myself. And I was thinking about my other friends who contact me when they're hiring wedding photographers. Mm -hmm. And I was noticing a lot of them was asking me questions after they've already booked their photographer. And I was noticing that I was giving them all similar answers. And all of it was, well, what does your contract say? And a lot of them said it don't say that it don't say and it, it was bothersome to me you know what i'm saying um and so i was thinking about that and i was like well my contract that i signed from when i got married was very detailed shout out to designs by jk he's a charlotte photographer um he got 21 years in the game he's uh i love his style uh i shoot at his studio he's a cool guy his business his photography is amazing his business is even better I'm going to just put it like that. And I remember reading through his contract and being like, none of this shit ain't in mine. 
none of this is in my photography contract. Like, geez. And I left out of there. And Reno's was like, oh, my gosh. I think, you know, I definitely want to use him. I'm like, yeah, I, I need to copy and paste his contract. <laughs> like, geez. It was certain. You know, I didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> but the point is, I was looking at it like, bruh, what is in my contract? He is a clown. And so I was sitting there and I was looking at, uh, um, I was just sitting there looking at, I, I got to look at some of my friend's wedding contracts, right? He is getting up. Oh, my knee. She tried to get up, y'all, and it didn't work out. But Ugh. I was looking at some of my friend's wedding contracts, and I was like, yikes. And it's nothing wrong that they signed because they're not going to, if something ever happens, they Nazi. wouldn't. What? You know, it's nothing that them signing that they, if they got to court, they wouldn't be, they will be held liable for. A lot of it was they got to court, they photographer was going to lose a shit ton of money because it's a lot of questions that's just left in the gray area. And nothing is funnier. I was working, um, I was doing a branding photo shoot for a lady and I sent her my contract, which I usually don't do. I'm not going to lie. I only send contracts for boudoir and weddings and that should change. But that's not the point. She asked me for a contract. I sent it to her and she called me back and she said, I'm going to give you this advice for free. And I said, okay. Come to find out. She was a lawyer. I was going to say, what type of branding was you doing? That's Maybe that's why. Well, no, it, it wasn't. It was like a, it was, she has like a financial company. Like oh. A, so I had no idea. And she said, I'm a lawyer. And she said, uh, I have a client right now who's suing their photographer. And she said, we're going to solely win because this line isn't in a photography contract. And I sat there and I was like, thank you so much. She said, now you need to put this in there and you need to update your contracts ASAP. And she said, um, a lot of photographers do not understand. She said, I didn't understand. But she was like, we're literally going to win this case because the photographer did not detail this one situation. And that detail was, we'll get to it. But the detail, not even to drag this out like you other podcasts do. But the detail was about what's going to be delivered and when. Tommy. So today's thing is what's in your contract, but the bigger question is, this is when he comes in. You don't have to tell the people what I'm going to say. Dang. Oh, oh, Shoot I. <laughs> oh, now you like it. No, don't don't use that thing no more. Uh, so what should a bride be able to um to answer after she reads her contract? Um, A couple of questions. My number one question you should be able to know is when, kind of like what, um, the lawyer told me was yeah. when, when am I getting my pictures and how many that is important. Uh, right now, most, most people listening probably have, Oh, I have between four to six weeks in my wedding contract or something, something similar like that. Um, uh, but many of y'all don't have how many as a bride, let's say you're a bride. Let's say key is getting married. Key. If, if key is getting married and she's sitting around, <laughs> If Keith's sitting around, she's getting married, and give me a number of how long you want your photographer to be there. Oh, that was a question I was going to say. Should that be in that contract, too? But anyway, um, all day. All day, okay. So, or at least an hour before we leave the reception. Okay, cool. So Key's probably going to want somebody there for like 10 hours, right? If I Key hired me, which she won't because I won't be working for her. This is very much so true. Um, but if Key hires me and I say, all right, Key, I've been here for 10 hours and I hand her, you know, six weeks later, I hand her 200 pictures. You're going to be happy or not. 200 pictures on the wedding. That's me. Don't worry about it. 200 pictures. The answer is no, Key. Let's just go ahead and keep it. That's your, a lot of pictures. It's not for your wedding day. 
Well, if I'm there for 10 hours, you might be right. Yeah, It's not a lot. Right. That's not a lot. You get more than 200 pictures when you shoot with yeah, me. Yeah, that's true. In an hour. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, but see, the thing is, like, I'm the type of client where I would ask questions. Like, what should I expect? Absolutely. Out of this time frame? Like, how many pictures should I expect if you're going to be here six to eight hours or eight to ten hours? Absolutely. So, somebody like he is not going to want to see that, oh, I got 150, 200, 250 pictures for my photographer who I fed, who I not only paid, I fed, mm-hmm. um, I let them bring a, an assistant who I also fed, you know, things like that. And you paid them a pretty penny and you saying, oh, you only gave me 150 pictures with, with shit. What am I going to do with that? So a bride, first of all, you should know how many pictures you're getting. Like and duplicates. Exactly. Then half of them going to be duplicates anyway. I don't know why nobody don't talk about that. Like photographer, never mind, it's a photography thing. Photographers give out hella duplicates. It just makes life easier. They just so, change the, the, the color? Sometimes. Make it black and white? Yeah, but most of the time you... Gavin gave out the secrets today. Yeah. Niggas don't. I mean, we know. We know what's up. Come on, man. Photographers know what's up. I'm going to give this a moonlight. Yeah, filter. literally. I, You know what I'm saying? I might crop it. Never mind. That, the, the real shortcut is I crop in closer so you think it's a whole different picture, but it's really the same fucking picture. Um, that's, that's the truth, man. So a lot of times what you end up doing is you need to know. So the next thing you need to know is your payment schedule. A lot of people do not understand when their final payment is due. Now, some people, um, some people is the day of a week before. I saw a young lady today say she gets paid three weeks before. Um, if you're a photographer, that needs to be in there. And if also you're a photographer, you need to be getting paid at the ladies. You need to be getting paid is a week before that wedding. Do some photographers. Sorry, I see. I was slouching. Um, set up payment plans. Absolutely. I do. I believe you should always have it. Um, so the way my joint works, shout out to any photographer. Sign up with uh, Dub Sato. I will link it below. Um, but this is a great opportunity where it's like, hey, your final bill is, let's say your total bill is $4,500. I might have it in. I have it in there where you can go in every week and pay $20, $25. Oh, I was going to say $20 a month. That'd be good, right? As long as it's paid one week before. <laughs> I don't care how much you pay. But that's what people do. It's like, okay, I break it down. It's always there. Um, also, you need to know how, exp- if you're a bride, you need to know how expenses get paid out. So let's say you have a, let's say your photographer needs something for a shot that you want. You need to figure out who paying for that. Because sometimes a photographer might hit you with a bill later. Or let's say your photographer is saying, hey, you want me to stay 12 hours. You, Kiana's getting married in Charlotte. I'm traveling from Hickory. And she wants me to stay to 11 o'clock at night. I might get a hotel room. Well, who paying for it? Yeah, true. You need to know those things. Um, Also, the biggest thing, and then we can kind of move on to our whole next little topic out here. It is important to know what happens to your pictures after your wedding day. Some people have private lives. I shot a young lady. She said, do not put my son on the Internet. She told me that before we got started. And she said, Mm -hmm. if it's a problem for you, I understand we can move on. I said, no. I don't want no kids on my page anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, somebody I've had, I've talked to tons of photographers like, Hey, I took these pictures. I was contacted later. Like, can you please take it down? What do you think I should do? That might be one of our questions today. I'm not for sure. But um, for me, my question is always skim these questions. Um, yes. Yes. It is one of the questions. So stay for the questions that needs to be answered and you would get the answer, but you need to know, um, how would you feel, Kiana, if you was dry, riding down the street and your wedding pictures a billboard? 
I better be getting paid. Exactly. So sometimes you need to have, and that's something, some people, you need to know that. You know, some people be super cool with it, but then you start realizing, dang, are they making money off of this? Or what if I sold your picture? You know what I'm saying? You might need to know what happens or where it can land or could it be in the ad? Because like you said, um, I've shot people that's not married no more. You might need to know, yo, don't use that. Like you, if, But think about it. If you're not married to that person no more and everywhere you go, you see your wedding picture with your ex. <laughs> but that you can't plan a divorce. like You that. can't. You but some people know. might say, hey, I'm not into my picture being used for advertising. Like, can you and no photographer is not going to say, hey, I'm going to turn down your three, four or five thousand dollar payment because I can't use it on Facebook. Nobody ain't doing that shit. Now, some photographers might charge you more if you say, hey, I want full access and full rights to my pictures and you don't have any. I want all the copyrights because sometimes if you're somebody famous or if you're somebody of stature, you might want to sell your pictures or give them to a publication and you don't want to have to go to the photographer. But so they might charge you more for that. So just keep that in mind. You should be able to do this. Also, there will be a blog for any brides that's coming out. Um, there will be a blog that I'm writing um, that's almost done. And it is titled the 10 questions you should be able to answer at the reading. Your contract. That's a long title. It is. I'm trying to shorten it up, but I don't know. I'm not good with titles or captions. Or some other things. <laughs> All right, so this is the part of the podcast where... I don't know what he means by that. Y'all ask the questions. Key reads the questions, and I answer them. Take it away, Key. Oh, my gosh. We need a button for this because you you just need to record yourself and make it fancy and then press the button. Nah, that's no fun. No, no fun. Come on. All right, um, we have Corey. Can someone show up Hungry to... Hungry as a motherfucker. Can someone show up to shoot, to shoot professional photos with just an iPhone? Would you be cool or look at them side eye? I, I pose this question to you. Would you? If somebody, let's say you was doing a photo shoot and somebody pulled up with their iPhone. Professional, like this is like for work, for business, like headshots. Let's say it's for your brand. And you got your makeup done, your hair is done, you pull up and they pull up with the 12. The 12 Pro though. Oh, I was going to say that iPhone better be the most best iPhone picture <laughs> taker ever. Other than that, I need you to have a legit camera. Okay. Me personally. Yeah. Like, if it's just us, like, hanging out, and I'm like, like, the little Instagram models, mm -hmm. they use iPhones to post their little photos for their clothes. But if it's, True. like, professional, I need I need you to have You need the, the DSLR. Like, I need you to have Gavin's camera that took 10 years to get here. Like, I need you to have something that looks... And do y'all notice Key get to have that camera on her? Not me, but her. You he chooses. You could switch. You choose to have that camera. Yeah, that's me. There. Um, um, but yeah, you need to have a professional, like a Canon, a Sony. A, I don't need the. You don't need it. I don't know. I guess. Uh, um. First of all, if you're doing a professional photography, you need to have a professional camera. Sorry. Um. Because off rip. If I'm a client. I'm going to ask you, you you know, as a photographer, Key doesn't know, but you know, as a photographer, that you cannot give her raw files or you cannot edit those photos completely because you don't have the raw files that you're taking on the iPhone. Let me just put it like that. Now, for what she may like and want, you might be able to take it on your nice iPhone. These iPhone 12s is, is look. These things are legit. And you can be able to put Lightroom on your phone and edit them and send them out. But you know deep down that 
it's more you can do with a professional camera. Also, um, but my question to Key would be, not now because, I mean, you don't have the answer, but my question to Key would be, I would. why wouldn't you ask him, like, is this what you use for all your photos? Because you clearly not going to book somebody that you haven't seen their portfolio. I would ask that question. Yeah. And so, because I know a photographer who charges $100 for iPhone shoots. He shoot, he shoot ass, like booty. We call them the booty photographers. Oh, he's shooting the booty girls. Mm-hmm. The boudoir-y girls. Ain't they called Pox on uh, the porn sites? P-A-W-G. What that stand for? Oh, never mind. Totally different. Don't worry about it. Ignore it. I think Dude. it's pretty. Not fat. I thought it's fat ass. Oh, like a fat ass. I thought she was saying like fat ass. Oh, my gosh. The point is this. <laughs> if you start looking at this stuff... um. <laughs> The dude I know, literally, he's in Tampa. I can't even give y'all his name. I met bruh. Um, but the point is, when I met bruh, I remember seeing on his page, he was like, $100 iPhone shoots. And people was booking them. Now, he outsourced all his editing, so he's sending it overseas. And so what ends up happening was all his photos look exactly the same. And I wasn't mad at him. I think he stopped doing it because, yo, you look like a creep taking pictures on your iPhone. And you getting $100 for it. And you look super cheap if you booking somebody for an iPhone shoot. I did show up to a wedding one time and a videographer shot on his iPhone. Dead ass. Dead ass shot on his iPhone. And this is this wasn't the 12. This was like when it was like iPhone 6 and 7s. Like, and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Um, but my iPhone 12 shoots amazing video. Um, it shoots 4K for sure. And the files are large. I need, um, I need a new phone. Absolutely. She hear her phone. Um, next question. <laughs> this is a long question, so y'all bear with us. I can read. <clears throat> no, Avery says, how do you decide to choose verbal commitments from a higher price? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure y'all couldn't hear me. How do you decide to choose verbal commitments from a higher price shoot versus someone wanting to do a lower price shoot with the deposit at the same time? For an example, all right, you have a full wedding day versus a simple portrait shoot. Do you wait for the wedding to fully commit, install the portrait, or go with the portrait? Or mm. you know what I'm saying? Okay, his question is better. I I just simply copied his question. So when the I'm, example explains the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so let's say so the question pretty much. Let's just do the second half of it. It's like, hey, you got two clients. One is a wedding, and they're waiting to commit versus a portrait. Um, what I would do in if you are a client, back off, skip this question what i would do bro is i would go ahead and book the portrait but be ready to give them their money back if the wedding books simple mm. it sounds so messed up but it's something for real um also i would tell or what i would do is i would stall the portrait be like hey good i'm gonna get you down guys down on the books um don't worry about the deposit at the moment i'll let you guys know and you can kind of leave it like that but like hey i'm gonna go ahead and pre-block this day out and you give your wedding client a certain time to book you by Hey, y'all, I need to do this. Because what's going to end up happening is um, people will stall. And l- let me be completely honest. Sorry, I'm scratching my beard if y'all have to hear that. Um, let me be, let's me let be completely for real and honest. People price shop with weddings. People price shop with all photography. Yeah. Um, Your wedding client is looking for somebody cheaper or somebody better at your price point. And nothing is wrong with that per se. But you have to be ready for that. Sorry. That's not going to happen. Um, and it's on my phone. See, that's what I all hate. So you need to be ready for that. You just need to understand what's going on and you need to 
you know, you can stall as long as you want or you can book and be ready to cancel. As a client, I know that sucks, but it's okay. It's totally fine. Um, last question before we get up off this. <clears throat> um, Layla says if a client who signed a contract is asking you to take a photo you posted on Instagram down, would you do it? Uh, absolutely. I'm I'm a I'm a big um unless it's fire. <laughs> um <laughs> I am a big fan of do what your client likes, especially if you like that client. If you do not like that client, um if you do not like that client, don't do it. Sorry. Just don't do it. Like, if you don't like that client, you don't have to, but they're going to slander your name. You come out almost better every time saying, like, all right, cool, whatever. Or say, hey, if you really like it, be like, hey, can I untag you guys and you guys can get rid of this? But I really love this photo. Like, I, I like this photo. Um, keep it. So keep that in mind. But most time, if somebody contacts me and they say, hey, can you please take this down? Because a lot of people are in the new page places and stages of their life i have boudoir pictures that i've taken down because these women are moms now they gave me they literally gave me legal permission through consent through written documentation saying i can use their images they are moms now and i don't think they want their ass on i want to do a boudoir shoot i don't know if i, I could, could do it with gavin though i have a comment but it's inappropriate see <laughs> i already seen it no, not even that. That's not the part. I just I wouldn't be serious oh, nah, with Joe Um, I can find you a photographer if you ever wanted to. I could find you one. Like I would. I don't even know if who y'all I shot with right him. Now. He's fucking hilarious. I would not be. Serious. Y'all talk shit. I would not be serious. I'd been like, really, Brett? Yeah, pictures would be horrible. I don't know who I would even send you to. Nobody. It's okay. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I don't know nobody in Charlotte who I would. Not trust, but who I, who I think do bomb ass boudoir. Would do good, yeah. Because Ted don't live here no more. I might have to suck it up and be like, okay. Or if you ever go to Arizona, go to Ted Wimbush is probably Focus. my favorite boudoir photographer, but Ted on a whole nother level right now. But yeah, he's probably the only one who I'm like, all right. His stuff is right. And there's some other people who I don't, but I don't know if they do boudoir anymore. Yeah. But Ted kills. Other than that, the rest of these Charlotte photographers, meh. I'm not even there. I don't, I don't even do them shits no more. I yeah, would, but I just yeah, don't. I haven't really seen you done much in a minute. Nah. All right. So that's it for that. Um, also, if you ever want to, if you ever want to do a photography uh, question, if you have any questions, feel free to email us at Payton Exposure Podcast Sixteen at Gmail. Just DM. Just send us. <laughs> Yeah, just DM us. Just send a message on don't, don't do that shit. Um, all right, photo topics. We're going to run through these fairly quickly. I need to get my nephew right quick. Um, this better be funny. Y'all better hear me yell. <clears throat> so, photo topics. Photo Plus. It is. Hand claps for these people. <laughs> photo Plus is September 30th through October 2nd. Um, for those who do not know, Photo Plus is um, a global photo conference. It is held in Brooklyn, New York every year. Last year was virtual because of you the know, vid. Because we had an election. And so um, this year, I'm more than likely it's in person. Please register early because most time when you register early, it is free. Um, also, um, and you kind of need to go there because you can get a badge. I would say you could just try to walk in, but I don't know how New York restrictions going to be this year. So definitely. Um, it's super dope. I will not be there this year. Sad to say. But if you do go, please let me know because I want to send you a T-shirt so you can wear it. Um, but I won't be able to be there because hopefully my baby boy will be here in a few weeks. So. Never having a baby. 
in case yeah. you guys didn't know. Yeah, the Bowers are having a baby. Yeah, so I won't be able to be there. So, um, but definitely for real, check that out. All right, color grading. <sighs> color grading people of color. What you got to say, Key? Because no, I I was gonna bring this up to you. Um, for the Issa Rae one, I don't know about Serena Williams, but hold on, stay right there. I'm just gonna go, but um. I guess I do got a way to be here talking to myself. Go ahead. No, you got to answer. I guess you can hear me. So this Issa Rae one, are you talking about the one that she recently posted? You talking about the one that she recently posted? Mm, the one you sent us. Yes. So I you didn't even. Hmm? Yeah, you didn't answer my question. What? In, that In the chat that day. Anyway, but I didn't see anything wrong with her. It just it just looked like, and I'm no photographer, um, it just looked like the lighting was different. Yeah, well, the lighting was weird in two different shots because um, she was lighter in one and then darker in the other one. So the lighting was just weird. So are you saying they did, like, change her skin complexion? Mm-mm. I, I just knew. So, all right, for those who not know, uh, Issa Rae did a photo shoot. Key put it in our group and she said, is it me or is her skin, does her skin look a little off? And it was the lighting issue. Um, I don't know. I For me, I felt like it was bad editing. I feel like one was washed out, the skin was jacked up, and I feel like the other one was like perfect. Yeah. So for me, when you wrote it in the group, first of all, I was out driving. Never mind. <laughs> I wrote it in the group because a person that I follow on Instagram said, posed a question as to people not using black or something about making darker skinned women lighter. And I just didn't get that from the photo shoot. Yeah. And you know what, now that you say that, I don't feel like she looked lighter, you know, um, the color grading in insecure is darker. So I feel like she looks darker on insecure than what I normally see her as. Even not, like on her regular, what she posts on Instagram yeah. regularly. So I was like, I don't think they trying to make her lighter. I just think it's just. And depending on how your flash hit, you will look lighter or darker. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how I use my light, I look darker. Yeah. But if, you know, if I do it the right way, I will look a little bit darker. If I do it the wrong way, I will be completely blown out. So um, now this Serena Williams shoot i didn't see that one. Oh, now she looked a mess let me see google that for those and i know serena williams did something and it ain't even a photo shoot problem it is a makeup artist issue mm. the makeup artist has serena williams looking like look him <laughs> no offense she look like look him. the new little kim yes the chinese look him you so dumb. it was a mess um serena face was super light eyebrows was trash this um, one no oh okay that's gorgeous i was gonna say she look pretty right here you need to google like serena williams makeup failure blunder she must have took it off her page she like, probably did oh. they killed her hold on let me find this if you know um <laughs> i i got on my phone and my computer is literally right look, here it was an issue because she looked a mess <laughs> look i can't even find it they probably took it down. Yeah, bro. She, I'm going to find it and send it to you. If y'all don't know, y'all need to find up um, Serena Williams, let's say, makeup 
bad. <laughs> this sounds so bad. Look, look at this. Look at this right here. Look at her. That's the same one that just popped up too. She don't even look like that. She look like the chicks from White Chicks on here. That junk is jacked up. This, it's a mess. This wasn't a perfect. Oh uh, yeah, this was definitely her makeup artist. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's not a photography thing. It was a makeup thing. But I just felt like we here we are where people have to learn how to color people of color the correct way. <laughs> Hayden. Oh, you can bring it in here. That's why you always be like so iffy about. Um, Thank you, sir. About shout out to my nephew who just came in on the pod, but <laughs> his mom would kill me if he got on camera. <laughs> he thinks she would. Absolutely. Um, about how some Caucasian photographers are slightly trash if they don't shoot black people. Oh, I feel like that. That's what I just said. Oh, what you say? <laughs> I said this is an an example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of the only reason why I feel like it's trash, you have to be able to. That doesn't have to be your go to. It doesn't have to be your portfolio. It, you know, what I'm saying I'm not saying if you don't have people of color in your portfolio, you are trash. That might be actually what I'm saying. But what I'm really trying to say is, <laughs> if um, if you if you have the inability to shoot them, and your way of shooting people of color is to blow them out to match your other style and you say oh this is my style then you don't know how to shoot people of color you know what i'm saying shout out to my homegirl mindy is that her name or is it mandy she the homie on facebook um she is a super cool photographer she is white and me and her get a kick every day because she actually mindy wiseman look her up on facebook she is super funny don't even know she want her government out there but it's out there um she is super funny because she actually dm me one day and she goes yo can you check these out and let me know? And I was like, yeah, what's wrong with them? Like, they look good to me. She was like, the girl is chocolate. I want her to still be chocolate. And I don't, if you tell me it doesn't look right, then I know you're going to be honest with me to let me know she still looks chocolate. <laughs> she went to the right one. Yeah. And I was like, nah, this junk is, this is perfect. And she, I want to say she sent me a picture of what the girl normally looks like on her social media. She, I was like, you are good to go. And, but a lot of people do not know how to, and I'm not saying that about her because clearly she does because she did it correctly, but a lot of people choose not to. And I've said this plenty of times. There are makeup artists who do not do makeup on women of color because they don't know how to. Um, also, mm -hmm. to layer that, there's black makeup artists that don't know how to do dark skin women. Or light skin women. I'm saying no. I'm saying like it's easier for them to do. Well, if they can't do light skin, light skin, they can't do no makeup. But my point is, they are a photog mm, a makeup artist <laughs> that only works on like lighter tones mm -hmm. because they feel like it's easier, just like mm -hmm. that. But it's like <sighs> shout out to the makeup artists that you got to do. Color. Yeah, you got to be. And some of you black diverse. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of our black makeup artists. Um, you need to be able to do women that are not black either. True. Or brown women. True. true you know true. what I'm saying? Shout out to my baby girl. She's Puerto Rican, but she's light. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had a makeup artist do her makeup one time. I didn't hire the person, but it came it came along with a package. And this woman butchered my girl makeup. My, you know it's bad when you show up to something your girl about to cry. And I was sitting there and I go, fuck me. But my girl's about to cry, and her makeup was trash. But, you know, I had to lie. You know what I'm saying? I had to lie to her. It was bad. He's bad. And she even said mm. it then. She she said it. She said, I could have did this. And shout out to Shanice. Shanice did her makeup. Um, um, She did it over. 
like the next shoot because we did the whole shoot over because it was so bad. It was such it was the worst day. It was the worst. shout out to Shani. She did my makeup one time, the first time I ever got my makeup done. Yeah, she was bomb, and she was quick. That shit was bomb. That's the photos Gavin did when I was in the jungle. Oh, absolutely. Your titties was all out. All right. Um. <laughs> so check that out. Um. Uh, please, makeup artists. Let's get more diverse. Even makeup artists of color, photographers of color. Let's get more diverse. Also, um, a lot of us not saying that we should be mad, not saying that um, it's an issue, but a lot of us is losing business because we can't shoot people of all hues. And I really do believe I do. Be, I am a firm believer. If you can shoot a person of color, you can shoot anybody. Gavin using big words. What I say? Of all hues. Oh, shit. Man, people was the biggest word in there. <laughs> it may have been the longest, but hues is a different word. But than, other than saying. Ain't it H-U-G-H-E-S? I'm playing. Um, so, <laughs> I'm a point um, before we get before we keep going, um, let's say that for last. Netflix refuses to pay a photographer. Damn it! I was supposed to have a link right here. Um, it's not there, Bucko. It is not there. So I read a story yesterday about Netflix. It's a show called Love Is Blind, um, and the production company reached out to a photographer who was actually a wedding photographer. And they told the girl, they said, hey, we would need you for a 12 hour day. You will be shooting um, at least four weddings, you know, and we are going to, you know, this is a non-paid event. You're going to be the photographer for this Netflix show. It was the it was a four week number one show on Netflix. It's going to be huge. This will be great for you. And she kind of wrote them back. She did not say what she wrote them back, um, which is always interesting to me. But what they wrote back was like, hey, no, this is not a paid. This is not paid. This is going to be great exposure for you. Um, let us know if you're interested. OK, bye. Thanks. Paid in exposure. Paid in effing exposure. And she wrote, she posted online and said, hey. I don't know how to feel about this and I'm not doing it. I feel disrespected. And I, I remember reading it and I was thinking I was like, are you? I mean, you are. But are you? What do you mean? What do you, what question are you posing to her? Are you being disrespected, or are they doing what they should do? I would do it. You would. No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't do what she's doing. But if I'm if I'm the brand, would I? Um, would I? I wouldn't pay nobody to do this. Um, I'm gonna find the letter. Go ahead. So my. <laughs> I got questions because it's a show, right? Yes. Do you want me to read what they say? Or who's a better read out of us? You, right? So, <laughs> Absolutely. I just got a question. So it's a show. Uh-huh. What type of exposure is the photographer actually obtaining? That is why I would not do it. So let me read y'all what they say. Good question. We getting better with this transition. Let me tell y'all something. After this, me and Key will be having a meeting, but we will have a third party who's going to be a liaison for us yeah. in our meeting. He's eight, He's eight. so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> He's eight. He's great. He's great. So, we, you know, <laughs> we might come to no conclusion. And um, But we are really getting better. We're going to get to that. Squirrel. We ain't said squirrel in about a month. All right, so <clears throat> the, the letter goes, Hey, Morgan, I hope you're having a great week so far. I hate when they do that. Hey, and they put the exclamation mark. They know what's up. They know what time it is. <laughs> I'm a producer for the show Love is Blind on Netflix and wanted to reach out because we would love for you to potentially be a wedding photographer our upcoming season. I don't have a specific date, a specific date in mind yet, but wanted to get the 
conversation started so that when the time comes, it would be easy just to have a good day and time together and have some of the logistics already figured out. We will be filming throughout May and June. Love is Blind is one of the biggest TV phenomenons, phenomenons of 2020 and one of the year's most watched shows in the world with over 30 million households tuning in. It held the number one spot on Netflix for four consecutive weeks and has taken social media and the press by storm. I hate whitewashing language in photography but only thing that pop culture only thing that black people run in pop culture is music and it's it, that cannot go in the state everything else like the little cheesy corny stuff did you just sprinkle cheese he remember sprinkled was, cheese remember when Smokey was on the on the on the when they was on the porch and he was like that's oh, how I feel um so it'll be nominated it was nominated for two primetime Emmys but um, last year for outstanding structure reality series and outstanding casting. I got some things to say now. I've, I've attached a one sheet with some more informa- information um, regarding demographics. So, she, like I said, she did not say what they said back, but then she wrote, she gives their second correspondence, which says, Hey, Morgan, thank you so much for getting back to me. You would attend the weddings and take photos. We're doing all the weddings at the same location. It will be five wedding totals. You will need to be available June 6th through 10th times are to be decided as right now and this will be an unpaid opportunity but your photos will be used in promo in us weekly people etc does this still sound like something you'll be interested in let me know all right now that you have all the information what what would you what would you gonna say um i feel her one she it is actually a great opportunity but they gonna pay me one because i don't know if you remember that show well I don't don't even try me no, it wasn't. No, that show was definitely popping in 2020. But one, the reason it got popping because niggas was in the house. We Absolutely. had nothing else to do. Yeah. you. We literally had nothing else to do but watch Netflix and Hulu and whatever. Absolutely. So that's why it became as popping as it did. Will it happen again? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Outside is opening back up. So who knows? This, who's to say that this is going to happen again? Mm. They got a chance. Um. These photos are going to be used in what magazines, on US. what shows, mm-hmm. on what social medias, and you want me to do this for free? And we just got finished talking about before about where your pictures are going to be used at. So it goes for the photographer. When you sign over your rights, you're going to look and see that, hey, my picture is on People magazine. But if people forget to credit you, then it was for nothing. Exactly. They're going to look at people. They're going to look at that photo and be like, oh, that's nice. Thank yeah, who, who, who's gonna look at that and be like, "Oh, I need to find a photographer." Yeah. You would ha- you would have to be bomb for that to happen. Yeah, and I'm not saying homegirl not, but I feel her because what if that doesn't happen? Because there is a fifty fifty chance that that don't happen. I need to get something out of this. Absolutely, because this exposure isn't a guarantee that it's gonna benefit me. So absolutely, give me the money. Give me my money. Um, for me, this is a great opportunity. But kind of what I just said, <laughs> I will not be. Uh, doing this because I my pictures are going to be reproduced over and over and I get nothing I don't get the guess what happened so for those who not know I know people my homegirl Iris was on Married at First Sight mm-hmm. um, me and Iris are super cool um, Iris had 2,000 followers before the show I think she had like 80 right now um and she was probably the slowest growing person on social media out of everybody. I went out to eat with those people. Okay. People were stopping them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was, I, I've seen those people in action. Because it wasn't just her. It was some other castmates. 
And they put online that, hey, they were out to eat. I'm reposting if I'm tagged in it, right? You know how people, people, you know them, you know them. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? You ain't seen the show? No. But the point I'm trying to make is I've shot Iris plenty of times. Nobody don't hit me up really and go, most people who watch the show be like, oh, that's your homegirl. But nobody is really going to, they care more about her than they care about the photographer that shoots her. Exactly. And so it's important to note that, yeah, would I take the opportunity? But you're going you gonna to give me something. Right. If it ain't money, I need pr- production on the show. I need $1,000 a day. Look, I need more than that. <laughs> that is like, you can't say, you're getting paid some money for this show. Yeah. And, and you can't pay me nothing? nothing? Come on, bro. You gonna pay this? You gonna give me a dollar per stream? You gonna get? Pay, I'm gonna pay you with a foot in your ass. Um, the second to last thing, the new Sony um AR set four is coming. Um, which is so funny because a lot of people are saying, "Yo, we didn't even." I mean, excuse me, the five is coming. A lot of people are like, "Yo, we barely got the four. What that mean? Four for four. Um, as reported by Photo Rumors, the A five could feature a real time tracking eye focus for birds and animals and humans. Um. 10 frames per second, continuous shooting, five stop. I don't know what none of this shit means. Um, meanwhile, the physical body will feature a 9.4 million pixel EVF. Um, in a, all right. It's going to be important. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Sony, man. Gavin about to switch to Sony. Nah, Sony. until they get their color. Their colors can't. Their colors get smoked by Canon. I don't care. And you know what? I, I was in a photography group, and we had this discussion about... Um, what is a better lens? A girl had a 50. And, yo, I don't want to come off as the bitching podcast. We do need a bitching segment where we both can bitch about something that gets on our nerves. Down. I thought she was saying the bitch in podcast. Like, no. you the bitch in the podcast. Wow. That's what <laughs> No. I don't want to be a, I don't want to always come off complaining. But it's a lot of things in photography that bugs me. And it's because we're not there yet. And it's us people of color are not in those circles yet mm. to say hey this is actually whack you know what yeah. i'm saying like we're not here to say yo this is whack we're not in those circles to say hey oh you got a podcast you know all y'all use the same producer to do the safari you know hey welcome to the podcast and you know you got the little kangaroos and birds and shit in your intro video all y'all go to the same producer off of fiverr he does all y'all shit <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about how you guys got the same setup in your rooms. Um, nobody talks about how y'all can't speak about politics that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all scared. And when y'all do, you disable the comments. You know what I'm saying? It's super, super funny, man. Um, and it's ridiculous. But anyway, the thing I was going to say, I freaking forgot. Oh, um, squirrel. So I was in a, <gasps> Look what you did. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> and you can say it. Did you really? I didn't stop the thing. I know, but I need to still know oh, where for, it's at for the videos. Um, so if you don't know what happened, uh, the camera died. So look, I actually that. found us an intern. Shout out to me, um, putting things in the atmosphere. I literally said we were looking for an intern last podcast. Mm-hmm. And while I was talking to somebody about me looking for an intern, I literally had a girl text me. She got my number from a friend of my family. And she said, hey, are you guys looking for any interns? Because I really need some help. And I would love to work with y'all. And you'll see more later. Um, hand clap Shout for out that. to Gab. No, shout out to God. I mean, you still, you, you talk to him. You know, he heard you. He see the work you putting in. So oh, that means I'm like, connected. 
Um, so anyway. You just got a praying co-host, that's all. Back to the cursing. <laughs> um, nah, man, but I was in a group and I'm getting tired of you uh, because black, like what I was trying to say was a lot of us are not in those circles where we can let pop culture know, yo, this is actually real whack. Mm-hmm. We let you guys know that it's in music and in clothing. Um, now it's time to start letting y'all know. In photography, we're not there yet. So when I see you photographers who approve certain things in your groups and then the first comment is always you offering them a suggestion on to buy from your affiliated link i think it's whack so i was in a group and the question was hey i have a 50 millimeter um what should i get um i was thinking about getting an 85 or is it something else and i think the photographer was like they had the 35 and they had the 50 and they were like oh should i get the 85 or something else and the photographer was like she copied and pasted the same shit as she does in every post you know especially when she's selling something and it's like hey I don't know if you've ever considered this, but this is what you should try. Here is my link. And I remember I commented. I said, hey, you got the 50 and the 35. Do not go get the 85. So for those who do not know, the 85, the 35 is those wide angle shots that you see and you see everything. The 50 is a little bit closer. 85 is what I use. It's super close. Um, The 85 is on key right now. And to put it in perspective, key (laughs) is at least eight probably eight to 10 feet from her camera. And that's how close it is up on her. It's a close camera. Um, yeah, it's close. You know what I'm saying? Put it in perspective. My camera is probably about four or three or four feet away from me, but it's a, it's at 24. You know what I'm saying? So it's a huge difference of what we're talking about here. And so I was trying to tell short, I'm like, yo, don't do that. And she was like, thank you. I feel like I got a generic answer. Shout out to you, Jessica. Um, last thing before we get up and we get to the shit. He said, get up out of here. You hungry? <laughs> Bro, I'm hungry. Y'all gonna stop playing with me, man. You gonna eat a burger today? No, get wings. Y'all gonna stop playing with me. Oh, you award go. shows? Y'all gonna stop fucking playing with me, yo. What happened now, Gavin? Look, let, let, let me put it like this. Y'all award shows, especially you Charlotte ones. <laughs> y'all do y'all best Y'all do y'all damnness, y'all best way of, hey, we're going to let certain people win and they not even qualified to be in the conversation. I watch some award shows, pass out some awards and shout out to people that have won some awards this year. Um, Shout out to the people who have won awards, whether it's the QC Awards, whether it's Charlotte Fashion Week, whether it's Charlotte Magazine. Um, whether it is the Grammys, who fucking knows? <laughs> you know, text. We both got the same <laughs> notification. But <laughs> the point is, shout out to y'all who have one, because I don't believe everybody that won was undeserving. You know, just last week, um, Candace won model coach of the year in Charlotte at Charlotte Fashion Week. Amazing model coach. Amazing. So her winning, I was excited. I was glad. I was happy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Jillian won Makeup Artist of the Year for the Charlotte Award, Charlotte Magazine for the Bob Awards. Super happy for her. Bomb makeup artist. She's she's good at what she does. She works hard. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people. We, me, and you talk about um, Charlotte Magazine. Ohavia won Influencer Charlotte yeah, Influencer of the Year. And let me tell y'all something. Ohavia outworks everybody in charlotte that i know with her brand 
it's her and it's a young it's a girl named brandy who owns pamper she owns a, a mobile massage bus and she does so much more now so i don't even want to go all into that nobody out works nobody out advertise and promote themselves though then ohavia she kills that she's bomb too she ohavia i be seeing her posts and i just like and i'm like all right now i'm gonna see about five more of these posts from ohavia today but you know what? One day I was sitting down there and I said, y'all, I need to, every time I see her post, I need to go ahead and post. <laughs> so I can at least talk about my podcast, say I got some shit going on. Because let me tell you something. If somebody ever say, hey, I'm looking for a bomb ass host, guess who comes to my mind first? Every time. Her. You know what I'm saying? If I'm saying, hey, I need somebody to speak about what it's like to be um, Latinx, you know, somebody's saying, look, she she's very proud to be black and Latina. You know what I'm saying? My kid would be the same. But the point is, <laughs> if somebody ever came to me and said, hey, do you know anybody with that experience? She comes to my mind first every time. Why? Because she talks about it. She promotes herself. So I'm looking at you guys give out some of these undeserving awards. And I go, well, damn, how lazy you had to be. So what we're going to do in 2021, <laughs> we're not calling people out no more. We just simply not going to talk about y'all. I made up in my mind because I told Key last year. He said, Gavin, because mind y'all, Key get the real in our group chat. She see when I be bitching. <laughs> so Key understands that when I be upset, when she comes on here and be like, Gavin, why do you care? And y'all be like, well, damn, he just now mentioned it. It's because it's been weeks of me bitching in a group chat with Key and I'm going to fuck off. So if I ever piss off Key, she's going to leak it. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> no, I'm the So the point is this. We just not going to mention y'all no more. However, when people do come up, I will say, hey, this is who I hope win. Or if somebody in our group is nominated, I will promote them and hope and encourage people to go vote. But when y'all get this shit wrong, we're not talking about it no more. And I'm not calling y'all out no more about it either because it's just it's virtually pointless. I'm paying attention every year. I'm paying attention to every award. I seen a shorty who won, you know, what I'm saying no offense. She didn't even win the Bob Awards, but I saw she came in second place for a category. The category was photographer. <coughs> Hopefully it got bleeped out by Key Coffin. And I remember <laughs> I looked at her awards and I'm like, yo, she shoot the same people every week. What portfolio did y'all see? <sighs> she shoot the same people in the same style, the same color. They're all white. And I'm like, how is she winning this shit? And y'all really, literally, y'all really think we supposed to care. All you damn black people was at that damn Charlotte Awards and y'all seen what the fuck they was out there doing. Charlotte Fashion Awards. I saw the shit. I I saw... Your thing is about to come out. That's how you know you got to stop talking shit. <laughs> when your equipment started to break. All it's time to level up. Time, look, man. <laughs> all you black people was at the damn Charlotte Fashion Week Awards. And y'all look happy. Y'all look good, too. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I was supposed to be there. And I was definitely about to wear my wedding suit. <laughs> Now, the theme was blue, so I was like, uh, oh, this would be perfect. I got a wedding jacket that cost me $700 that I ain't wore since my wedding day. Be a perfect time to wear it. Now, I might not have to lose some weight, to be honest, because my suit was too small. That's the only reason why it was too small, not because I've gained weight. I was going to say, this dude talking about losing. Have y'all seen him? Um, <laughs> But I y'all was all happy, and then I saw some of y'all promoting too hard, and I was looking, I'm like, Nothing. Uh. All I'm going to say this for all award shows in Charlotte, 
everybody, if no matter what category you belong to or what category that you love to be a part of, let me put it like this. You need to ask yourself every year, is this the best Charlotte has to offer? Ask yourself that when you see these people winning these awards. So go to all the Charlotte award shows. Look at who won videographer of the year. Ask yourself, is you cool with Charlotte saying this is the best videographer we have? Ask yourself, are you cool with saying this is our best makeup artist? This is our best videographer. This is our best podcast. This is our best singer, rapper. Ask yourself that. And if the answer is no and you keep saying like, nah, I actually know somebody who's way better than that. Then you need to DM the people that's in charge and say, hey. What criteria y'all using to win or uh, to denominate these people or to get people there? I've already said I have the answer on how to create a photography category and how to properly do it. And this year, putting key on the spot, we're going to we're going to give away our own photographer of the year. We're going to do it for gonna Charlotte. You're going to get a plaque? I ain't saying we're giving them shit. We're just going to say who the pen. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was trying to go overboard. I thought she was gonna spruce it up, make it nice. We'll give you something. But for real, I wanna do one for Charlotte. And then I wanna just do one that we follow. Best photographer we follow. Like we're gonna and it ain't gonna be, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> we're gonna do the one for Charlotte is gonna be interesting. We're gonna start with Charlotte, then we'll move on from there. But I'm going to do that. And we're gonna do this the right way. And we're gonna do this so people know. And it's going to be, it ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have it, it's going to be very, very, very simple. And we're going to do it the right way. So we will be doing this at the end of the year. I'm saying this now. Y'all hold me to it. And it's going to be, you're going to be able to turn in your favorite shots. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be able to submit your portfolio. We're going to have people that vote on it. You know what I'm saying? And then we're going to go from there. And this is the person who's going to win. And we're not doing the bullshit of, yo, I won this award show because guess what? I got all my cousins to vote from 30-something IP addresses every day for a week. And I flooded the box. And then I had to go turn in some damn paperwork to say I, I volunteered. No, fuck all that. Y'all y'all bullshit it every time. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, oh, you know, I'm a part of the board at such and such damn show. And guess what? Um this person took pictures of my niece three times. So they won. No, we, we scratching that. So anyway, that's that. I love y'all. You got anything you want to say? <laughs> every time you said, every time you kept saying category, I was thinking like. And the category is. No. You thinking of pose? No. Oh. The other P word. Pussy? <laughs> what? What are you thinking about? Every time you said category, I'm like, because every time you pose that question, we're talking about porn. Oh. <laughs> I thought she talking about pose. Anyway, let's get this pod started. Ain't nobody praying for me. I hope y'all praying for the JBP boys. The Mixies boys have come to an end. Sad day. All right, Kendra, let's get it. Look, man, um, if you don't know, we talk about this all the time. I am a huge lover of the JBP boys. I've been there. Hold on. Nah, we still got some more time. Um, I've been, I really be following this podcast. I've been following it for years. I let my wife listen to it all the time. My pops, I, I put my boys on it. 
and it's a super important podcast, but it's a sad day, man. Let's look at shot for these niggas. All right, come on, Kendrick. I feel like a chip on my shoulders. I feel like I'm losing my focus. I feel like I'm losing my patience. I feel like my thoughts in the basement feel like I feel like you're miseducated. Feel like I don't wanna be bothered. I feel like you may be the problem. Mm. I feel like it ain't no tomorrow. Fuck, fuck the, the world. world. The world is ending. I'm done Woo! pretending. And fuck you if you get offended. I feel. Woo! He said, "Fuck you if you get offended." Boy, I gotta call you sis. How much time we got on the clock? We good, bro. So, um. Kendra, I gotta let you finish, man. God damn. Like friends been overrated. I feel like the family been- Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We can't come in that hot. Sierra, shout out to Modern Aesthetics. If you still listening, you you you, you know you know what you mean. Wanna be bothered? I feel like you may be the problem. I feel like it ain't no tomorrow. Fuck the world. The world is ending. I'm done pretending. And fuck you if you get offended. I feel like friends been overrated. I feel like the family been faking. I feel like the feelings are changing. Feel like my daughter compromised and jaded. Feel like you wanna screw and that's how I made it. Feel like I ain't feeling you all. Feel like removing myself. No feelings involved. I feel for you. I've been in the field for you. It's real for you, right? Shit, I feel like ain't nobody praying for me. Sometimes you feel like that. Ain't nobody praying for me. Yo, Kendrick, I want to let you know that song. I don't feel like that, but that song is real. Um, The Mixie Boys are done. The Eskimo Brother Committee is done. The Eskimo Brother Committee. Yeah, do you know what the Eskimo Brother yes, is? Yes, but why? <laughs> figure they, out who. who. I don't know my Eskimo Brothers. You say know. you what? I don't know my Eskimo brothers. Do you know what Eskimo brother is? Yes, I'm saying who is the person that they, you are referring to when you call them that? The JBP boys. The Joe Budden <sighs> never, podcast. Never mind, Gabby. You talking I'm, about for my who I think my Eskimo brothers is? No. Oh, I, I don't know what we're talking about then. <sighs> the point is this. The JBP boys are done. But um, I call them the Eskimo bo- boys Why? committee. Because they always talk about who their Eskimo brothers is. And they always talk about who rappers they believe who their Eskimo brothers is. So I'm like, oh, this is funny. Y'all the committee. Y'all be letting people know, yo, like we all know deep down that Drake, Trey Songs, and Chris Brown all done smashed the same girls. Like, That's what I was asking. You, well, Who is the person or the people that, that makes them committee. Eskimo brothers? Oh, God, well, dog, you so slow. I am. So the point is, so for y'all that not know, an Eskimo brother is somebody who... Yo, y'all, y'all keep smashing the same same chick. chicks. Yeah, not one, not two. Y'all just, y'all just, y'all got a type. I nothing was funnier when I was in college and my boy, who's no longer my boy, but the point is, me and bro was talking and some girls was around and this, he went to go talk to a chick who we're no longer friends with and um shout out to her and it was funny because he was saying something she was like you know I kind of like Gavin he was like yeah it's cool we we got the same type I figured you was here for him. And she was like, what? He was like, yeah, we got, we kind of got the same type. And I remember <laughs> laughing and I was like, damn. And it was just funny because when we all went out of town, I didn't know he was out of town. We all went to Atlanta one weekend. He met up with some of the boys and he was trying to holler at one of the chicks who was coming to see me, who I fell asleep on, who sat in the lobby for hours. That's a whole nother subject. And then, <laughs> so are we Eskimo brothers? Absolutely not. Could we have been potential Eskimo brothers? Absolutely. But so anyway, the committee... To label people as Eskimo brothers is the JBP boys. We are taking too long to get to the point. The point is, um, they seem to be done. To me, this is all funny because. Um, Sorry, I was sending a work email. We still got time on the cameras? Yeah. It seems like to me where I sit at, 
Um, we told y'all weeks ago what was up. Did we not? That's what Gavin said. Key, did we not though? Did we not say that men fall out over women, mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. ego, and power? And I told you the when we when they first had issues, I said this seems like a lot of power issues. Okay, um, I I wrote a sheet. We keep referencing this sheet that I did over a year ago, and I told y'all. <laughs> I don't know if this podcast can survive all the certain things. I told y'all things I liked about this podcast. I told y'all things I didn't like about this podcast. Um, I told y'all last time that they probably had an issue because the boys are starting to find out that Joe is the boss. But we knew Joe was the boss. Well, they the did Joe not. Button podcast. And so, and we had all these conversations just for them to come back, just for them not to make it two weeks, which is funny to me the two weeks key on vacation i my podcast doesn't do an episode and my favorite podcast breaks up how key you gonna group us in here with him? i don't know you gotta he find ways of doing it and so i listened to joe's last ranting episode for two and a half hours i did it all last night and it was funny and as i'm listening i noticed a couple of things for those who not know, the Joe Budden podcast has decided uh, Rory has been fired. Maul, he did not say Maul was fired, but the way Maul acts, Maul ain't coming back. And he said something super important. He said, when you try to audit me and I say no and you get upset, then nah, you don't come back to work. Which which is funny to me because I always listen to what Park says or what Park doesn't say. or what Because Joe, I knew something was weird. The first episode, it was a lot of bitching and complaining. And the second episode was so awkward. Maul sit up there and pouted the whole second episode. And I don't think nobody paid attention to me, paid attention to that. And to me, that was the biggest red flag of last episode. You would go. If you listen to the last episode, there's point in times during the podcast that you don't even know Maul is there. You could tell he did not want to be there. He made three jokes that whole damn podcast. I listened to it all. And I was like, damn, he don't even seem like he want to be there. And then he kept talking about how bad the icing-ish um, when they joined Joe. And to me, I told y'all, I was like, I heard half the first one. I didn't listen to the second one. But on the third one, I listened to it, and I actually started to like it. And by the fourth, fifth one, I was like, all right, this shit is lit. I can rock with this. And if Joe decides to bring them back, I'm listening to that. Like, I'm sorry. Um, I don't need to no, hear nobody deriding Drake the whole time. I don't need to hear Roy... You know, try to talk tough and then switch opinions and stuff. I don't, and you know, the only problem I'm going to have is I don't need, you know, the good thing about the boys because those guys is they'll tell Joe to shut the fuck up. And he he does need that. But we get to Joe at the end. So when I'm listening to all this, um, Park said something that blew my mind. He said, I don't know, which is a red flag for me, but he said, I don't think people understand how 1099 works. And he said, but I don't know if they are a 1099. That to me, let me know one thing. Wait. (laughs) We go. What? He said a 1099. Absolutely. What that mean? So exactly. For me, I understood exactly what that meant because I understand. I know you know what a 1099 is, but the point is that made me realize that it was about power this whole time, which is what we said. This is why I'm saying, telling y'all this. So for those who not know. Oh, um, that's why he brought it up. Roy didn't like. I, I, I suggested that Roy had a problem with power. 
He didn't like that Joe told him to take a break. Maul didn't like that Joe had the ability to tell somebody to take a break. But Joe said something that I found disrespectful. He said it to Maul and was like, yo, you don't have the authority to question me. That was another red flag for me. It was a red flag on Joe feeling like he could say that. And it was uh, the other big red flag was like, damn, you really told your boy that? Like, that's fucked up. I started this podcast without you, right? Very much so. Um, You came on. I feel like it'd be, while there's an opportunity, while there could be an opportunity for me to be like, Key, you don't have the right to question me on that shit. It's disrespectful for me to say that to you. Depending on what it is. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it's like, yo, she's been here. You know what I'm saying? She's helped me get it to where it is today. You know what I'm saying? I see the numbers before you got here, and I see what happened once you got here. You know what I'm saying? I think it's important to note that you being here did something for the podcast. So I feel like while I might have that power to say that to you, it is highly disrespectful for me to say that to you. But it was a red flag for me for the simple fact that he felt like he could. Then Park saying, hey, the guys have some issues. And Parks kept saying something that stood out to me. He said, I don't know if people ever done business and understand how business, certain business stuff work. That was another thing. So for Parks to say, hey, something about 1099s. And when they came back, Maul said something that also I'm I'm doing the math in my head every time. And I'm like, oh, I already see what's up. It's all power for them. Because Maul said, fuck them contracts to Joe. Now, I understand that mindset. You have a job. Very much so. You're under contract. I just sent an email. You're under contract at your job. Contract of there's certain rules that you can't do. You have to follow. And you have or you could be you fired. Get fired. Exactly. Um, you can't say fuck this handbook. I could. But what's gonna happen? I could say it, but <laughs> if you start start living outside of your handbook, handbook, what happens? I get what you're saying. You're gone. Yeah. And when when Maul said that, and Joe's face told me a lot, but then when Park said the 1099 thing, it hit me as well. Oh, y'all work for this pod and that ain't wrong with that i don't think nothing is wrong with that being a worker um because like joe said like even maul and roy said it's too much money going around like it ain't a money issue so if we're doing a pod and you're an employee of the pod joe, i don't think people understand this joe has an llc he's an employee of his pod he might get paid more but he's an employee of his pod um i'm an employee of my business I don't make that much money with my business by the way i don't it's enough to to take care like drake said so when i heard oh all gosh. of this i seen a lot of y'all crying on twitter on facebook on instagram about joe button firing his friends and how roy and them owe him five minutes he owe roy and them five minutes and how everybody want to scrap because you how could you say yo y'all fired nigga if you my employee you're fired i can fire you you know what I'm saying? If if you work for me or you work for the brand and I'm the head of the brand so much so that my name is only on here. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's literally called the Joe Button podcast with Rory and all, which will now probably be taken off very soon <laughs> and we'll be updated. We don't have to change no artwork. We don't have to change no logos. We don't have to. We might have to just change the cover art, which ain't hard to do. I changed ours. So both of us is on it. You know what I'm saying? It's not hard to do. By the way, please go online and rate our podcast five stars. <laughs> um, I was saying yes, five for stars. That. But for me, I looked at it and I go, mm. now the only issue I have with all this, why I can look at Key right now and say, hey, Key, I started this podcast without you. Um, 
it is still a photography podcast. If I leave right now, this podcast, and Key says, hey, I'm going to keep keep this shit going. the fuck am I going to be talking about? <laughs> she going to be still answering. She will still be on the contract part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but she wouldn't be able to call it the podcast that it is now. But True. if I if I'm going to be nasty towards Key, then I have to be ready what comes with that. I have to be ready for my audience to say, y'all, I was here for Key. Key kept y'all together. Key was letting us know. When you was boring us Thank with you. photography shit, don't make me push the button. Don't make me push it on you. I appreciate it. When when if people say, hey, when you was losing me with the photography shit, Key kept us together, kept y'all together, kept me listening. Y'all can't hear that because, I mean, y'all can't see why I did that. Key over here doing shit. Look at her. She almost fell over a light in here. Um, but when I look at it and I say, yo, you know, I have to live with that. I hope Joe knows he has to live with what coming, what comes with you telling more Mari and uh, Mari, Maul and Rory to dip off, to did fuck I move off your light. Why you want it on you? No, did did I move it? Oh, nah. no, I tripped. Gotta nah, treat me. I did not know from here. So you gotta be cool with come with that. But then also it made me realize we still have to do this. What's up with friends in business? You know what I'm saying? You gotta play that careful, which is some things that I want I told you we gotta talk about. It's kinda it kinda goes with this, but kinda I want I want, you know, this really excuse me, made me think about us, about like what we got going on, um, things we're doing, where I want us to go. And like you sent me something today. Shout out to Hair Wraps and Lipsticks. I did a uh, Hair Wraps and Lipstick. I did their uh, five-year anniversary pictures. And you said, hey, I thought it was dope they was able to speak to kids about podcasting and what that can mean. And that's something I would love for us to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's some of the things like I want to be able to, you know, I can't do everything. You know that. Kibi trying to take duties away from me. Let me say something. Gavin is so headstrong. Him and our friend Brittany are very similar. Shout they out to will wait on, on no one to do anything for mm -mm. them. I don't have time. And but some things I like, you know, I want to make sure we get it done, we get it right. So, um, you know, it's some things we want to talk about. But this whole situation made me look at it myself and was like, yo, you're probably the you probably the first person that's a friend that I did business with and it's actually working. You want to write up a contract? I sign it. Ain't nothing to sign. We ain't making no money. We don't know that. We we making pennies on the pennies on the hour. That is true. But you know, once we get there, then it's like, yo, we. I want to talk about, <laughs> yo, after expenses get paid, how is money getting divvied up? You know what I'm saying? Because we're accruing expenses, and that was the other funny thing that that Joe said that Maul wrote a tweet today and was like, Low, lies are being told out loud. Well, nigga, you didn't speak the last episode, so we don't know, and. You know, if if I had to say anything, Maul didn't speak. He's been pouting. Maul has said plenty of times he don't care about podcasting. So to me, when I kept hearing that, I already knew what time it was. Do these people have other sources of income? So Joe, which I thought, and I'm not going to lie, because I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast, listen to that podcast because they saying they can't wait to hear this part. Um, Joe was nasty for the way he talked about Maul in that pod. It might have only been for 30 seconds. He talked about how he doesn't know what Maul does to make money. He talked about how Maul stayed with him. He talked about, you know what I'm saying? Um, he said some things that I felt like, yo, if that's your guy, you don't say that shit. Even it's true, unless you're willing to burn that bridge, which Joe has proved to us plenty of times he 
has no problem doing um at all at all so but mall mall nobody knows what mall does parks is a parks is an engineer he makes music he's worked with joe slaughterhouse everybody joe's a rapper clearly uh roy is actually putting an album together like a dj Khaled style album together and you know he's worked in music and different things there roy had a job when they first started the podcast and he got fired oh wow you know what i'm saying Shout out to Roy. I'm just like Roy. I got fired in the middle of our podcast too. Or did I get fired right before we got right? You was gone before I came up here, Bucko. Oh yeah, but I think we gotta look at the day. We gotta be able to celebrate this year our one year anniversary. <laughs> Wouldn't it be dope? Let's see when our one year anniversary is. Do you remember the very first episode I came up in here on? That was real country. Mm-mm. Up in here on. We figured that out too. Um. So, yeah. I. I all this is interesting to me. I can't wait to see. The first episode was August 19th. No, August 2009. Damn, it don't say when. 2009. 2019. Whatever, man. It just says August. I'll figure that out so we can get us a good laugh in. Damn. It was 19? 2019, yeah. Damn, it's 2021? Yeah. Yeah, because remember, I got fired in October. So we better come up on two years. Jeez. Shit flying. I am confusion. Yeah, man. Um. So anyway, next things up on the podcast. I mean, next things up. Um. The Man Cave Society. So we were on. I was on a podcast. <laughs> um, I went up called there. the Man Cave Society, and we talked about uh, what you need to know before marriage. What is your take off take away from all that? Because you was listening, watching, letting us know. Um. It was good. Um. August nineteenth, two thousand and nine. Nineteen. No, August nineteenth. Also 2009, 19, excuse me. Correct. You're right. Sorry. But it is August 19th. But go ahead. It's like 2009, we was in freaking college. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, But the, uh, the podcast that Gavin was on was good. <clears throat> I know all the guys that were up there, maybe except for one. Yes. Um, It was really good. Everybody gave their own perspective as far as, you know, their experience when it comes to being prepared Um, to even prepare. Wait, I don't think y'all went into that part. About what? Maybe you did. What's that? Even pre- prepare to propose to the girl. Oh, no, nah, we ain't going to that. That would have been a good question. Yeah, I don't think women ready for that. They should be. Yeah, but I don't know if women want to really hear what men go through right before they propose. I think they should already have some type of speculation. There's going to be doubt. There's going to be doubt. Okay. There's going to be moments where you're questioning whether I really want to do this shit or not. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should be ex- what I can't say that. Yes, I can. Personally, <laughs> I feel like women should should have those feelings that this man is scared of shit. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility he could change his mind, and you got to be okay with it because you don't know like what he going through mentally. Like he's questioning, like, am I ready for this? Absolutely. Like, and I hope you're questioning it too. <laughs> well, nine times ten, you don't know. Yeah. But I hope you're prepared that if you are dating somebody that and if this is a possibility for you, you got to be prepared that if it's the time comes, are you going to be ready? Mm-hmm. Like, or are you going to at least prepare yourself after you say yes, if you say yes, yeah, to be OK with this? Like, yeah, um, that would that's a good one. Y'all, y'all should have brought that one up. We should have brought it up. But back squirrel mm-hmm. to. <laughs> to the um the original topic um it was good i liked it um 
some of the comments, <laughs> what's that comment that girl said? Some girl said that uh, there was a question that was posed about you being married and having female friends or friends of the opposite sex. And Key was quick to be like, no, nothing's wrong with that. I said, now, of course, because I hear so many, <laughs> so many, um, and I've seen this TikTok where there's like this sound and a woman and her man are standing there and the question is at the top and it says, um, reasons why my man um, can have female friends. Mm -hmm. And the girl starts pointing and nothing pops up. Uh -huh. I'm just like, like, are y'all really so like to the point where y'all can't trust or, or like. Just be in a mindset that every female you encounter, you don't have to have some type of intimate or sexual relationship with. Which is, yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I just. So the, the question, like, key is correct. So that came up. Because of Steve. And, That's yeah, because of up. Steve Harvey. I don't know why y'all still take advice for him. But <laughs> Steve Harvey is a mastermind. He's great. Um, but I still don't know why y'all be taking relationship advice from him. But anyway. So anyway, Steve. Uh. The question came up was like, oh, do you believe men should have, uh, do you believe people can have friends that are opposite sex? Okay, cool. Um, everybody on there was like, yeah, but all of us similarly had, similarly had the same question. Like, yo, it's always the girls who we met before our wife. True. And any female friend that comes in now has to be friends with both of our, both of us. That's what um, they said. And I don't even know if all of us believe that's true. We just basically said, yo, that's the, that's what we live by. Because me, it's cool. It's plenty of women who I met after I got married. But they cool with my wife. When they come up, they speak to my wife. They, you know, they follow her. They DM her. They, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They but, better. Don't be disrespectful right here. Absolutely. And so, a shorty in the comment section said, um, your wife should be the only female friend you need. <laughs> and that shit pissed me off. Pissed me off enough that. What um, a life. During the live, I said something. Once it was over, I go, yo, did y'all see that? <laughs> and then the, the DJ was like, yo, 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 let me let me cancel this right quick. Let me let me end the live. I'm like, nah. And for me, um, for me, that's toxic. It's highly toxic because if a man goes to a woman, and go, yo, I'm the only male friend you need. Y'all, they gonna think he crazy and gonna abusive. And abusive. So for me, I'm like, yo, let's think the same thing about women. So, and I don't, you know, I think sometimes women say stuff and they think it's cute or they, maybe she meant that. I have no idea. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's toxic. You can't say that. Women can be out here abusive too now. Absolutely. And so it was overall, it was a good conversation. It was a lot of things that I've said off air that I'm, I, I've told the host and I've told the guys, I'm like, hey, I wish we could have spoke about. I think it's important to talk about sex. Um, yeah, we couldn't do that. Ever. We we couldn't go there because you know sometimes people go they go left. You so, know <clears throat> I get you know I'm gonna call him out DJ. Mm -hmm. I get you know where he stands as far as life and his job and things that he believes mm -hmm. in and all of that. I feel like there's also times where you can um, speak about things without it being to the point where it makes you uncomfortable. Like, mm -hmm. like sex, for example, that's a good point. Nobody brought that up. Yeah. But if that would have been brought up, would it have been, would it have been diverted to another topic just because of how absolutely would have. I mean, I'm, a, I'm be fully transparent. We, we, it was told us like, yo, we're going to steer away from that. And I think sometimes 
Um, you gotta understand for those who not know. Uh, shout out to my boy DJ. He he's the guy who I always tell y'all. I'm like, I don't know nobody that ever wanted to be a pastor off rip except for him. He's that guy that I'm always referring to. Um, and the reason why is because some he grows up in an environment, same environment I kind of grew up in. It was like, yo, sometimes you're dealing with people of all maturity levels, and sometimes you can't control where the narrative is going to go. And before we start getting into some real shit about sex and marriage with a bunch of people that's not even married like if people understood how much sex you have once you're married they will be mind blown you know what i'm saying some people will be disappointed some people will be thrilled you know what i'm saying and nothing is weirder when you not weirder but nothing is crazier when yo you hear about other married people's sex lives and then you compare it to your own and then the issues that cause nobody you know as men and I'm gonna just go off of what men, men, we we feel like we don't get to say, yo, my head hurt. I can't give you none. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Women do, whether they telling the truth or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know, if my if my girl say, hey, no, nah, I don't want to have sex tonight. I don't think she cheating. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes men get. Why you don't want to have sex? What's wrong? Am I not attractive enough? Are you getting in someone? You know, it's a long. It's you got a, a good point. It's Women a lot do of, think that. It's a lot of things that I felt like, yo, you got to be able to have that conversation because, you know, um, I know men that schedule sex with their wives. They feel like they have to because and for for them, it's like, yo, if I don't we don't schedule, we're not going to do it. It's just known that, yo, this is the night it might pop off like, yo, this is the more, more than likely we're going to be doing it on Tuesday at eight. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, yo, we have a schedule. We schedule so much because we're not home. If not, we can easily go three weeks without having sex because we really might not run into each other. You know what I'm saying? So it might not be sex, but it might be, yo, we're spending. This is our day to fully spend with each other. And if sex happens, sex happens. You know what I'm saying? Um, Shaq had an interesting thing. He said, yo, man, marriage don't start until y'all have kids. He's like, it's a whole nother game, buddy. You know what I'm saying? He was like, especially he was like, you know, for him, it was like, yo, we got married. It was real. And then when we decided to have kids, we realized like, okay, that was the easy part. This is the tough part. And he was like, you know, but then some, it's important to know if your partner want to have kids, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of things that could have happened. Um, I had fun. It was just interesting to me. It was a lot of things I felt like I wanted to talk about. It was a lot of things that I heard and I was just kind of like, it should have been longer. Yeah. It should have been definitely longer. Um, And I told all four of them, I was like, yo, I would love to get y'all on the pod. I don't know how we're going to get Ed's here, but you know what I'm saying? Um, Because it's important to talk about. It's a lot of things. He's going to have to call because he's Look, far. He is far. So that. um is in Albuquerque. Damn near. In the opposite direction, though. I hate her. Said this nigga in New Mexico. Um, Howard University named Felicia Rashad as the Dean of College of Fine Arts. Shout out to her. Yes. I did see how um some people was trying to fake cancel her because they was like, oh, Bill Cosby did all this stuff. How did she not know? The same reason a lot why, of people don't know, didn't know yeah the, the same reason why we're not good examples because we're actually friends but it's a lot of things you do that i don't know nothing about and vice versa so you can really be close to somebody and not know what the fuck they doing because everybody doesn't share like everything Hell to no. everybody like Hell no. some things you got to handle on your own absolutely um dj Khaled, did you listen to his album i didn't know but i, I heard mean, i heard a couple songs i no. heard i've heard mixed reviews still not impressed yeah, I've heard it was trash, and I've heard, oh, this is what we needed. I've been telling y'all that I'm over <laughs> DJ Khaled. Like, bruh really makes a 15-song album, gives y'all three bangers, and tell y'all, you know, I'm the, I'm the best. 
we the best. Eh, fuck off. <laughs> um, anyway, anything you got going on uh, this weekend besides probably hanging out with me? Yeah, I'm not. I have. I actually have zero plans this weekend. It is Corey's birthday, but he wants to do absolutely nothing but be with his daughter, which is understandable. True. Um, shout out to that. I won't be doing that. I only got one shoot. Um, thank God. Um, also, we can go to the to the to the uh, to the stove. Absolutely. Yeah, I told you. That. So yeah. Um. Anyway, man, I want to thank y'all for listening. Welcome back. We almost at episode 80, or is this episode 80? I can't remember what episode this shit is. you said 79. Hold on. Oh, yeah, this 79. So, we almost at 80. That means we got 20 more to go. We're going to be at 100 before the year's over. And I want to thank y'all. I want to appreciate. I, w- I want to let y'all know we really.